0: devotions from Psalm 40. So if you'd turn there with me, I just saw a a connection there in the Psalm that I had never noticed before. I'll read through and then I'll come back and, well, I might make a few comments as we go through too. All right, Psalm 40. I waited patiently for the Lord. Now, a thought just to start off with there that came to me as we were reading yesterday morning, you know, a lot of times we can't see the Lord doing anything. You know, we pray, nothing seems to happen. And David says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. And you know, sometimes maybe the waiting patiently We wait, we have to wait because he doesn't do anything sometimes, but to wait patiently. All right. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And he had put a new song in my mouth, even praising to our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Blessed is that man that maketh the Lord his trust. And respecteth not the proud, nor such as turn aside to lies. Many, O Lord my God, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done, and thy thoughts which are to usward. They cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. It reminds me of a, a verse, I think it's in Psalm 139, that says that uh, God's thoughts to usward are more than the sand of the sea. You think about that, that's an amazing, amazing thing. And God has a lot of people to pay attention to. And yet His thoughts to us are so many, you can't even number them. Verse six, sacrifice and offering thou didst not desire. Mine ears hast thou opened. Burnt offering and sin offering hast thou not required. Then said I, lo, I come. In the volume of the book it is written of me, I delight to do thy will, O my God. Yea, thy law is within my heart. And Notice also now that the law is not only within his heart. He says, I have preached righteousness in the great congregation. Lo, I have not refrained my lips. O Lord, thou knowest. I have not hid thy righteousness within my heart. I have declared thy faithfulness and thy salvation. I have not concealed thy loving kindness and thy truth from the great congregation. Withhold not thy tender mercies from me, O Lord. Let Thy loving kindness and Thy truth continually preserve me, for innumerable evils have compassed me about. Mine iniquities have taken hold upon me so that I'm not able to look up. They're more than the hairs of mine head. Therefore, my heart faileth me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let them be ashamed and confounded together that seek after my soul to destroy it. Let them be driven backward and put to shame that wish me evil. Let them be desolate for a reward of their shame, that say unto me, aha, aha. Let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. Let such as love thy salvation say continually, the Lord be magnified. But I am poor and needy, yet the Lord thinketh upon me. Thou art my help and my deliverer. Make no tarrying, O my God. So the connection that I saw that I had never really made had made the connection before was. So, in the beginning of the psalm here, he he starts out and says, you know, Lord, listen to me. The Lord listened to me. And he says, you know, God has done so many wonderful things. His thoughts are so many toward us. So many we can't even speak of them all. And then um, he says, you know, I've preached righteousness in the great congregation, so why... Why wouldn't God listen to one who's gonna declare all over the place what God has done? He says, I, I've not refrained my lips. Lord, you know that. I've not hid Thy righteousness within my heart. I've declared thy faithfulness and thy salvation. So certainly God would be inclined to listen if he knows that it's gonna be, be proclaimed to all his people and the people are gonna to, going to rejoice in that and trust in him. He says, I have not concealed thy loving kindness and thy truth from the great congregation. And he requests the Lord, don't withhold your tender mercies. His loving kindness and his truth continually preserve. And so then in 13, he says, be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. Of course the Lord's going to be pleased to deliver me. He's going to declare it. He's going to tell it uh, among God's people and among the nations, other places he talks about declaring God's mighty works among the nations. So the Lord would be pleased to deliver him and and to help him. And then in the end, he says, I'm poor and needy, yet the Lord thinketh upon me. That's that's the way we we really are also. We're poor and we're needy people, but the Lord thinks on us. He's our help and he's our deliverer. Uh, just some, uh, some thoughts that came to me yesterday morning as we were reading in our family devotions. and So I just got to think, okay, so what, are some of the, so what are some of the great things? What are some of the things that we ask the Lord for? Not necessarily great things, but the mighty works of God. And then I thought, you know, Linda and I were getting kind of antique. We were getting on the older side, and yet, you know, God is so good to us. We have, I think, generally pretty good health. for our our age, and and I thought, okay, so we ask the Lord for that almost every day. I think there are about nine things uh, that I ask the Lord for every morning. The Lord would keep us from harm and loss, from accident and injury, sickness and disease, ill health and death, and from the powers of evil. And, you know, the Lord does that. He hears our cry. Why does he? Because he's the good God. That's, why, that's the way David found the Lord. He said, you know, I cried to the Lord, and he heard me. He listened to me. I'm poor and needy, yet the Lord thinks on me. I just um, am blessed with those thoughts, and you know, just to think that the great God of all the universe, the God of creation, thinks about us. Bless his name.